Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, welcome to Forever 35. This is a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. And I am Kate Spencer. I'm Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts, Dori. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Yes. And please remember, we're not experts. We are podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, our voicemail number, where you can also text us, is 781-591-0390. And you can email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Please follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, join the Forever35 Facebook group. The password there is Serums, and do sign up for our newsletter. We have a new issue going out the 1st of 2022 on Thursday, and that is at Forever35Podcast.com slash newsletter. We are recording this episode in 2021, but it will be running in 2022. How is it over there on the other side of things? So much better? 
I mean, <laughs> I don't stroke. mean. Yeah, go ahead. You yeah, don't mean don't, to what? I don't mean to be like pessimistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you want to say? I'm just kind of like the I'll say this. The end of 2021 is not giving me that much hope for the beginning of 2022. Certainly is not, Dory, is it? Certainly no. doesn't feel no. promising. No, it doesn't. I mean, my son is sick again. <sighs> um, we're waiting on COVID test results, which he was, he took a rapid test yesterday at home and he was negative, but we took him for a PCR and we're waiting on those results. It doesn't seem like COVID, but also, I feel like I've read like accounts from people like every symptom of any sickness right now <laughs> seems like it could be COVID. Yes. You know exactly. what I mean? Totally. Broke your arm. It's COVID. <laughs> like It's <laughs> just it's just so uh, like he doesn't have the classic COVID symptoms. And the doctor we saw at the urgent care yesterday was like, honestly, I think he's too sick for it to be COVID. And I was like, what even does that mean? I was like, great. Well, he said that in kids his age, it's presenting as much milder. Interesting. Okay. Then what Henry had, like, ha- then how Henry seemed yesterday, which was like a very wet cough Ugh. and like constantly running nose and slight fever. Um, but, you know, I also feel like I've heard of people be like yeah it just seemed like a really bad cold and my kid you know so it's like who knows who knows I, I mean one thing that always stands out to me is well one my daughter's first covid symptom was that she felt like she was losing her voice which i had never heard anyone say as a covid symptom and so my brain didn't even go there mm. and then i remember when matt got covid and you i remember you texted him and you were like matt has a headache so, well, you know what's interesting about that is at the time, I feel like headache was not one of like the big COVID symptoms they had you watch out for. But now, yes. if you look at like COVID symptoms, headache is one of the ones that they list. So I feel like it then it like, I don't know, it became a common COVID symptom, but it definitely wasn't in the beginning. Because no. I remember you were like, oh, he has a really bad headache. He thinks he has COVID. And then like eight hours later, you were like, wait, Matt. don't. Oh, don't sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes. Well, my daughter had a headache as her main, like fever, oh, really? fever, a little bit of congestion, and then about a, an eight day headache. Ooh. So she and Matt were on the same page, you know? Yeah. So, I oh. mean, I don't, I don't think Henry has a headache, but like, I don't know that you could necessarily communicate that as a two and a half year old. As a two and a half year old. So, yeah. I don't know. There's that. And then like we took, as I talked about the other day on the podcast, we took our dog to the vet on Monday and because he'd been throwing up and then he threw up again yesterday. So we have to take him back to the vet tomorrow and they'll probably have to like do x-rays. And I'm just like, oh God, Mm. like enough. I mean, knock on wood, like I'm healthy. But, Matt's healthy. And Matt's healthy. But it's just like, this is kind of a drag. <laughs> yeah, it is. <sighs> anyway, that's it, my rant. I mean, it's just, day. this is a really, we are in, in the middle of this Omicron surge. 
lots and lots of people are getting COVID. It's it's just the mental exhaustion and the living on edge constantly and all of it is just tiring. It's really tiring. We've been at this for so long. Yeah. So anyway, how are you? Well, I am finding some distractions that I just wanted to share with the people. Let's hear them. So I have two. Okay. Well, one is like, I can't even recommend it because everybody already watches it anyway. But I started watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with oh, it. Oh, okay. It's wild. I found it a little hard to take <laughs> because it's so out of control. It's it's out of control. So I think that's I think that's why I can handle it. I I do not particularly enjoy the Real Housewives franchise. Like the fighting, especially like with New York and New Jersey, I couldn't last more than a few seasons. It just kind of wore me down. It was yeah, so draining. Lot. Yeah, but these Salt Lake City people are such characters to the extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it almost seems like I'm watching. I mean, and let's. Am I watching scripted TV? Possibly, but it just seems they don't seem real. They don't. There's like no way they can exist in reality. But I think they might. Yeah, I mean, they are over the top. It just, it's like, it doesn't even make sense what I'm watching, but it was a really, here's a specific kind of TV show that I search for every December. The TV show I can watch while wrapping presents because we do celebrate Christmas in our home and I end up doing the bulk of the wrapping because of one, like the mental load, but two also, because let's be honest, like my husband, like that's not where his skills are. And I don't think he's going to change. Like I, I, I'm happy to hand off other things to him. Okay, and be the rapper. So you need a show that you don't have to pay close attention to, but you still want something to kind of keep you going. Mm -hmm. So I went with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and boy, like I wish I had more presents to wrap so I could just have an excuse to keep watching. But I think I'm going to keep, I think I might, that might be my season. It's such a delightful distraction from the madness of the world. Wow. So then the other thing I wanted to just note is that I really enjoyed the Sweet Bobby podcast, which is a... Oh, I've heard good things about this. I yeah, haven't listened to it yet, though. It's very bingeable. It's a six-episode podcast. I mean, I like knocked it out in a day or two just like doing the dishes and walking the dog. And it's, uh, I don't want to give too much away because it's really interesting, but it's a, it's a catfishing, you know, a real life catfishing story um, about a woman in the UK. And it was really compelling and interesting. So if you need just a distraction, you know, not too scary, but still suspenseful and interesting, I would recommend the Sweet Bobby podcast. Okay. Can you say a little bit more about what it's about? Yes, of course. So um, there's uh, a woman who is like a radio DJ and she basically connects with someone over Facebook who like she kind of knows loosely through her cousin, like her cousin dated this guy's brother and they start connecting Mm -hmm. over Facebook Mm -hmm. and what happens is a very long-term 
catfishing scam that goes on for about a, over a decade. So it's, you know, I think a lot of times with catfish stories, they tend to be pretty quick, but this, this one is sustained and the world gets expanded in a, in a way that felt different to me than most catfishing stories. And, and it's a true story or this it's is a, no, no, it's a true story. This is a, this woman meets this cardiologist on Facebook and she kind of knows him, you know, through family and ends up like talking on the phone. I mean, it gets really deep, but then of course, you know, all is not what it seems. And mm. if I say any more, it will spoil it. And I would, tr- okay. I would not okay. read too much about it because okay. there is a twist, which of course I accidentally spoiled for myself. Um, but it's all real. I mean, this all happened to this woman and you kind of get a real, I think it does a good job, not just sensationalizing catfishing, but digging mm. into the psychological damage it does to the people who get catfished, the shame, the embarrassment, the feeling that nobody believes them, the way that people don't really understand the gravity to which this impacts their life. I mean, it was really, it yeah. was really upsetting to hear what, how this woman suffered. So, um, I reckon, but it's great. It was really compelling. Okay. This sounds great. I'm going to listen to it. I think you would like it. I think you would be into it. Okay. The mu- the music is very good too. It's a real spooky Ooh. soundtrack. Ooh. I'm yeah, excited. you know, I just I wanted to give a shout out to whoever did the music. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Well, Kate, should we take a little break and then hear from some yeah, listeners? That would be all great. Right. Let's do it. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep, and that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best. 
with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. 
like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right. We have returned. This is a text. Um, This listener writes, I work as a nurse in a COVID ICU. Every month this pandemic has gone by, I've added one more step to my skincare routine. It's the one thing I can control. Sincerely, dewy on the outside, dead on the inside. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, I do love gallows humor, I have to say. I know, same. But, oh. Man, hey, can we just give you a big virtual hug, listener? Thank you for, I I mean, thank you isn't even enough. I don't don't know how you you were hanging in there, but we are very grateful for you and everyone working on the front lines of this. And can I just say, though, this pandemic is like, at like 20 months. So your skincare routine has got to be very, very in depth. Yes, for sure. What are you using? I mean, do follow up. I would love to know (laughs) how many steps you are at. Oh, gosh. But I do think, you know, this listener makes kind of a larger interesting point where sometimes when our worlds are filled with so much chaos and everything is out of our control, it is things Mm. like just things like your skin, like something small that you have complete control over that really can be comforting. Yeah. You know? Totally. I mean, I feel like that was like partly why we started this podcast. Dory, a hundred percent. I turned to skincare to self-soothe. Yeah. After Donald Trump was elected. Totally. Yep. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean... I'm I'm right there with you, listener. Seriously, yeah, seriously. I bet there are a lot of us out here using skincare or other means to control an uncontrollable world. Yes. <sighs> well, luckily, another listener brought up one of my other coping mechanisms. I think you also find joy in this practice story. Mm-hmm. Okay, this listener wrote, good afternoon. Just listen to Monday's mini app, 1220, and I am inspired by Kate's resolution to buy secondhand. Other than Poshmark, do you two have any recommendations for good secondhand purchasing establishments? Thanks. Now, Dory is a real pro in the secondhand shopping world. I mean, I 
wouldn't say a real pro, but I, I do, I do dabble. <laughs> She's a dabbler. I'm a dabbler. So one, one place to buy secondhand stuff that I feel like is often overlooked are Facebook buy, sell trade groups. Yes. And what's great about these is they exist for like individual brands. So you can just search for one of your favorite brands and you can almost always find a buy, sell trade group. Um, and when you pay, when you buy something on a Facebook buy, sell trade group, the best kind of the best practice is to pay on PayPal using goods and services because then your purchase is protected. The seller pays the fee. Um, if someone asks you to pay via PayPal friends and family, you should ask them to invoice you. Sometimes they will charge you a little bit more for an invoice because they do pay. It's close to a 3% fee. Um, but in my opinion, that's worth it to get that protection. And also these groups become very, like they can become very sort of clubby. Mm-hmm. And people know people, each other. People know each other. And so there's an element of trust there that I think doesn't, exist necessarily on some of these bigger platforms like you don't want to if you're a seller like you don't want to screw someone over because then you'll be kicked out of the group so i think that's like i don't know i've never i've never had an issue buying stuff from a facebook buy sell trade group like everyone has always been very very trustworthy um so that's one area it's also great for kids clothes um the real real, which Kate and I have both talked about. I love the real real. Um, Mercari, which I haven't personally used, but I know a lot of people like. I think people often describe it as like Poshmark with lower fees. I've never heard um, of Mercari, Dory. This is a new yeah, one to me. It's a selling. It's a selling platform. Um, oh, another one that is big among the the Gen Zers is um, Depop. Yeah, Depop is big. People really like Depop. ThreadUp is another one. I've never gotten anything great from ThreadUp, but I know people who have and like, they certainly have a lot of volume. Um, that's another, that's where I've gotten good kids clothes on ThreadUp. Yeah, kids clothes. Um, Tradesy is another like real, real-esque site that they don't have a huge selection, but it like if you're looking for something specific, it's often a good place to just check. Um, Instagram is another option like Noisoff Bazaar um, or like specific sellers will sell on Instagram. Um, if you search hashtags, like if there's a brand that you like and you search like brand name for sale, you can often find the accounts that are selling those brands. And then good old eBay. Mm, I I haven't used eBay in so long. Let's not forget about eBay. Let's not. Let's come back to the original. Let's let's give a shout out to the OG eBay. My husband gets a lot of stuff on eBay. I did want to mention one more site, which I haven't used, but which I am on is Vestiaire Collective. I actually think I've browsed it. Yeah, I browse. I think it's UK based, but they have a US like I log in and it's us.vestiairecollective.com. And that is all secondhand. I mean, one thing that I 
I will confess is that I love luxury goods and I love finding a deal on luxury items. This is like mm-hmm. my fetish. If I find a really oh. good deal, I know <laughs> a really good deal on a secondhand luxury item. It, because in my brain, what I'm trying to do is, is collect or buy clothing and accessories that I can have for the rest of my life. Right. And that like I could feasibly repair if needed, pass on to my kids. Um, and so when I find like a really good pair of something or a really good thing, I get, I just mm, like, that's what I, do, I love about these things, these sites. I do want to issue just a word of caution because I want to yes. tell, I want to tell a story about something that happened to me recently. Okay. I was looking for a specific bag and I found it on Poshmark and I found the exact one I was looking for. The price was good. Like it, it wasn't like $20, but it was, it was a very good price. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. The pictures like had pictures of the bag. The description said something like, I bought this on Farfetch, but like it doesn't fit. And so that's why I'm selling it like only wore a couple times or something like that. And I made an offer for like a little lower than the price, which I was like, they're probably not going to take this because the price is already pretty low. Um, And then that night they just accepted it. And I was like, that's a little weird. Like my sp- that hmm. at that point my spidey sense kind of went up. And I will say normally on Poshmark before I bid on something or before I offer something or I buy something, I check out the seller just to like totally. see what else they're selling, how much Look like how long reviews. have they been on like, do they have reviews, how long have they been on the platform? But with this, I was so excited that I just made oh, an offer. Oh, no, Dory. Oh, this has a happy ending. Don't oh, okay. <laughs> um and then I was like, something's off here. And then I looked at the seller and this was the only thing they were selling. They had just joined. And then I searched for the available and sold items of the same bag. And I was like, okay, because there were several listings that were exactly the same from different sellers with the same photos, the same description. And I was like, oh, this is a scam. Uh-huh. So I emailed Poshmark and I was like, I'd like to cancel this order. Um, you know, I think this is a scam. This is why I like laid it out. Didn't hear anything back. Then I get a notification that the item shipped and I'm like, <gasps> okay. But then I was like, it could be one of those scams and then i was like oh i bet this is how this works so this is like they send something i think this is how this works they send something that is not the item but it will show up as delivered at that point the person the receipt the recipient goes to look for it it's not there because it's not the item and the seller is like, well, I sent it and it's, and it's showing delivered at that point. Poshmark, I believe will refund the buyer and pay out the seller because the item has been delivered and disappeared. And I was like, Oh, this is so shady because here's what happened. We were away when it got delivered. And that was the other thing I was like, Oh, fudge. Like we're away. I'm not going to be able to 
check this out. But our dog sitter was staying at our house. And I said, Hey, did I get a Poshmark package? And she like looked, she looked at our mailbox. She looked everywhere. She was like, there's no, there's nothing here. There's no package. And I was like, okay. And so then I emailed Poshmark again, because I still hadn't heard back from my initial email. Sorry, this is so long. Um, And they were like, please check again. If you don't find it, in the next three days, like email us again. And I was like, God damn it. I don't want these fuckers to like win. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> and then on the last day, I got a response to my original email saying like, we're refunding your money. Thank you for letting us know about this. And I was like, Oh, like, of course, the one time that, and that I think was a really good example. Sorry, this is again, this is so long. That was a really good example of like something when something actually seems too good to be true. It, when it comes to these items. Yes. It probably is. So do just be careful. Like if a bag retailed for $2,000 and someone is selling it for $250 and it's in perfect condition, like, that's probably either fake or there's some other scam happening. Well, and so, there are a lot of fakes that are sold on these sites. So if you yes. are going for something that is, quote, a luxury item, can I recommend a website that I have used? Yes. Um, so a lot of sites like Poshmark, and I haven't bought a ton of luxury items offline, but a couple bags, baby. And uh, what I have done, like these sites like Poshmark and Real Real will be like, we authenticate items that are over a certain amount of money and, and like guarantee, blah, blah, blah. Well, Real, I, Real, 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 Real Real claims that everything is authenticated. Yeah. But, but I, there have been, there have been issues with Real Real's authentication, which you can Poshmark. Google on the internet. Well, Poshmark too, but Real, I'm just saying Real Real because they say they authenticate everything, even I if see. it's under 500. So I have used a website called realauthentication.com. Um, and Ooh. yeah, and that just to double check on a couple of things to make sh- like they do an in depth. And I got this recommendation from like, I, I got very into watching like secondhand luxury bag shoppers on YouTube. And I think I got this recommendation from a big, there's so many bag YouTubers, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is and Reddit. I mean, look, you can mm-hmm. go deep into this stuff. Anyway, so that's a website that if you are spending more money on something, on a secondhand site, I would recommend because that, that does get a little hairy. Like I had a situation with thread up where the bag that was pictured, they got the size wrong. And so I got this enormous bag and, but it was final sale and like it was a whole, and they, they mm-hmm. did refund my money and I sent it back. But sometimes these sites feel so vast and the way customer services these days, it's very hard to like get a, a human to respond to you right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say like we've had, I've had a, great luck with thread up on with clothes for myself and for my kids too. And um, yeah, I'm going to try. I mean, that's, that's why I'm, I'm not trying no shopping in 2022, but I do feel like I would like to try secondhand only between like the buy, sell trade groups that I'm in and buy nothing groups. Buy nothing is also an amazing community for stuff like Mm, this. Yes. I love my buy nothing group. Well, we've really we've talked a lot about this. We really have. Okay, let's let's read one more quick email here before we take a break. Sound good, Dory? Let's do that. 
Hi, Kat and Dora. Over the last few years, I have do- done a lot of unlearning in regards to body image, weight, and trying to dismantle the role that diet culture has played in my life. I am more comfortable in my body than I have been for the last 34 years. I don't weigh myself or stress over food choices the way I used to, and I don't engage in negative self-talk about my body. Shout out to you both for addressing this topic so thoughtfully on the podcast. I am currently 13 weeks pregnant and starting to gain some weight. My question is, how do I approach the next six months where it seems that tracking weight gain, watching what I eat, and moving my body are all a vital part of a healthy pregnancy? In this stage of my life where my weight and diet are important to monitor, how can I reconcile my beliefs that those are things we shouldn't place value on? What a fantastic Mm. question. My first recommendation would be to have a very upfront conversation with your OB or midwife or whoever you are seeing through your pregnancy about this. Because I did find the obsession with how much weight to gain during a pregnancy to be really stressful. And I hadn't done a lot of like work in this area on myself yet. So it was just this constant, like, you're only supposed to gain this much and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's very hard when you're either like barfing your brains out or no food, Mm -hmm. but Triscuits tastes good. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's really frustrating. But then also it, it, it is something to think about because you can get gestational diabetes. There are, you know, you do want to kind of keep moving just to feel a little bit better. So I think having a really straightforward conversation and make sure that your doctor is um, or your caregiver is going to handle it in the way that feels most comfortable for you is a good place to start. I have a couple of suggestions also. Um, one is you can um, you can turn your back to the scale and ask them not to tell you the number. So that way you're kind of only getting um like you can your doctor can say if they're concerned for some reason but you don't have to be kind of constantly obsessing over each number especially because you go to the doctor especially in the beginning the beginning and the end i feel like you go to the doctor a lot <laughs> The middle, they kind of like leave you alone for a little while, but the, the beginning and the end, you're going to the doctor a lot and like you get weighed every single time. <laughs> so I think if that stuff is triggering for you as it is for, I think most people, um, just like opt out. So, um, that's like one thing I would say. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I I think to the extent that you can, like, try to just listen to your body. And I know that's easier said than done. But, like, I do firmly believe that when you, quote, unquote, watch what you eat, it ends up just being such a mental and physical drag. And, like, you're pregnant. You're growing another human inside of you. If you're craving you know, I don't know, fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches, then Ooh, like go yeah. have one. Doesn't a fry? Good? Yeah, I've never heard of it fried, but now I That's want that. That's what Elvis ate. He I didn't fried. know fried. Oh, that mm-hmm. sounds freaking amazing. Yeah. So that's all, that's all I would say. And congratulations. Yeah. And I, I would just flag to, it's so, it is, don't, 
beat yourself up if you find yourself getting sucked into these dialogues, sucked into mm. like mom bod and how I bounced back. It's, I, th- I find that I can get really mad at myself when I start to like get attracted to all that stuff, but that's normal. We're being thrown this information in our face constantly. Yep. So just like, you know, take a beat if that happens. And if you do get sucked in, that's okay. I think knowing that you're aware of it will help you kind of recalibrate, right? This is not a either or kind of situation. That is a great point. Well, look, we are excited for you and any tips, of course, we welcome in this conversation, but we have got to take a little pause. We do. We'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, we are back. Dory's people have shown up. (laughs) I mentioned recently that I had watched the trailer (laughs) for the Netflix show Drive to Survive, Uh which is uh about Formula One and how I pitched it to my husband as a possible show that we could watch together. And he was sort of like, why? Like, he didn't (laughs) get it. But like... He was like, I'm not into Formula One. But then I was like, we've watched the Great Pottery Throwdown and it's not like you're into ceramics. So like, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) You know? 
That's hilarious. But like, it's true. It's we so watched true. That, we watched the glass blowing show. I mean, like, <laughs> give me a break here. Anyway, some of our listeners had thoughts about this. Okay, this first one says, Dory, this is so important. You have to watch Drive to Survive. It is literally the real housewives with race cars. If they were all 22-year-old boys who are all very attractive, it has made me realize I could like any sport if there's a corresponding reality show. I mean, sports people, are you listening to this? This is like your way of bringing new audiences into your sport. Reality television. Yes. Give me some equestrian reality TV. <gasps> Show me the drama Ooh, in the barn. That would actually be amazing because all those people who do it like on the circuit are so rich. It's like wild. They're all like yeah. celebrity children. Jessica yes. Springsteen. There's a Bloomberg, Georgina I think. Bloomberg. Uh-huh. Plus all the guys are hot. Oh, Steve Jobs' daughter does it. I think Bill Gates' daughter. Bill Gates' daughter married someone she met on the oh, international yes. equestrian circuit. Very recently. They had like a yes. $2 million wedding at a barn. Yes. At yes. their at their barn. Give us real real house wives and husbands of the barn. Oh my god! I think we should pitch this. Honestly, I this is a great idea. Let's get on this. TV executives, hit us up. (laughs) Um, and then this next one says, "I strongly recommend getting into Drive to Survive." My husband and I got heavily invested in Formula One during the pandemic, along with many other Americans, thanks to the Netflix show. We were never into motorsports before, but now are fans and are deep into the Formula One subreddit. I will say real fans of F1 don't like Drive to Survive. They say the show focuses on the fake drama and misses the real drama, quote, in the paddock. So much more goes into race strategy and car design than I ever imagined. And it is actually super interesting. The most recent season of racing, not the show, just ended and it was bonkers. For those who care, my fave driver is Sergio Checo Perez. Okay. He's a real hunk. And uh, now I'm looking at his wife's Instagram. That's where I've gone in this. Oh, quick... hello. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot for us to get invested in is what I'm saying. <laughs> Dory, I have to say these messages and your enthusiasm has made me want to watch the show. So. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. We could, Maybe both, when we could both watch it. That could be fun. What if we did a, what if we did a podcast about it? Do we think there's Ooh. podcasts about Drives to Survive? Or do you think we I'm could get into I that mean, market? There. There are podcasts about everything at this point. It looks like... So it doesn't look like there is specifically a Drive to Survive podcast, but there is a podcast called Autosport. (laughs) There is also one called Shift Plus F1, a Formula One podcast, and F1 podcast with Max Podzigan. And then it was discussed on the Prestige TV podcast which I believe is a ringer podcast. Anyway, so no, it does not appear that there is a specific uh, Drive to Survive podcast. Okay, oh, okay. well, Tori and I yeah. know what's up. Yeah. We're going to yeah. make a yeah. equestrian reality show and then uh, Drive to Survive pod. <laughs> We've, we're on it, everybody. I can't wait. Um, well, all right, well, happy, happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Let's make this the best year ever. <laughs> Okay. Right, Tori? (laughs) Yep. Alrighty. (laughs) Oh, boy. Talk to you later. Okay, bye.